Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Juneteenth. You heard? Turn me up, dog. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the eighth wonder of the world. The flow of the century. Oh, it's timeless. Hope. Thanks for coming out tonight. You could have been anywhere in the world. Anywhere in the world. But you're here with me. You're here with the Step Brothers. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. H to the Izzo, V to the Izzane For shizzle my nizzle used to dribble down in VA Was herping them in a home with the turbans Got it dirt cheap for them Plus if they were short with cheese I would work with them Boy and we got rid of that work for them Wasn't born hustlers, I was birthing them H to the Izzo, V to the Izzane For cheesy my easy, keep my arms so breezy Can't leave rap alone, the game needs me Haters want me clapped at chrome, it ain't easy Cops wanna knock me, DA wanna buy me in, but somehow I beat them charges like Rocky. H to the is O, B to the is A. Not guilty. He who does not feel me is not real to me. Therefore, he doesn't exist. So poof. Hemo, son of a. <laughs> it's your boy. You heard? Back again. Hey, first of all, I'd like to welcome everybody back to the Step Brothers podcast. <sighs> Episode uh, 157. No, what? What we. 146 for real this time. Oh, is that what that is? Remember, because we had that. You know why I said we was on 157? Because I'm ahead of these niggas. What? Uh, in life. Overall. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, okay. I'm just kidding. I'm not. I'm, yeah, I'm, it's a fi- I'm this will okay. be 146 for real. 146 for real. It's your host with the most, Chris Miner, a.k.a. Dino Spumoni, Extra Cheese and Pepperoni, a.k.a. Young Talk to Me Nice, a.k.a. Young Chris Kringle. Nigga, what's good, Dalton? Yo, what's good? Matter of fact, don't just sit back. It's yeah, Juneteenth. I know. Just sit back. <laughs> Let me take care. First and foremost, I feel like this is gonna be uh, thing, you know what I'm saying? First and foremost, uh, I see another black and white duo that wear nice shoes and has a beard are out here. You know what I'm saying? Putting out mediocre shit. You know what I'm saying? They not. They can't do what we do. I listen to both them podcasts. You know what I said? That was a two-pack of ass. And that's to take it back to the JVP for y'all boys. Y'all know where that. That was a two-pack of ass, man. Sardines. That was spanned in a can. You heard? They sank my battleship. Nah, we ain't doing that. I had to. I was trying to think of another like fun, but it didn't. Trying to see where you're going. It didn't come. I don't know what it is, man. But I'm glad that they're doing their thing. Obviously, I ain't no like true hater. I'm a hater, but not like a true like pure blood hater. I'm not one of those. And um, 
But nah, man, they got a job, bro. Entertain these motherfuckers that left uh, one audience and came to y'all's. Right now, I, I mean, y'all just putting up shots. I don't. That's what I really think is going on. Let me just say that. I think they're just putting up shots. See what stick. Yeah, you know. But they talk about practice. <laughs> <laughs> we came out this motherfucker. No, you know, no audience, no nothing. We just started to, hey, we're doing the podcast. And the people came. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, it's Juneteenth. I'm wearing all black because it's Juneteenth. Uh, I know the American flag bandana might throw some of you off because of the Juneteenth. You know what I'm saying? But we built America. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I just felt like it was appropriate. I got my George on. I got to put the, you know, Karen because these bitches are beautiful. Man, shout out to Tinker. That's the only white man I'm shouting out this podcast. I'm shitting on the rest of them. Dalton, <laughs> if you don't want none of this smoke, <laughs> just kidding. I always shit on you. You are definitely an ally. You know what I'm saying? The whole episode is like, fuck you, motherfucker. Yeah. Who who am I? Who do I hate first? White people. All I mean, and as a as a breed, <laughs> all the, not all of them. It's so hard to like separate your hate from like, you know what I'm saying? It's like it's like the whole, I hate to say this like nationally, but fuck it. It's like the R. Kelly thing. Like, <laughs> I still really enjoy a woman's threat. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but I can't not think, every time I listen to him, I'm like, why am I listening to this nigga? He did that wild shit. So it's like hard for me to separate. Not really hard. Like, I can still listen to the music, almost kind of enjoy it, like depending on, but R. Kelly's the... For some reason, R. Kelly and Bill Cosby are the only niggas that shit really stuck like to them. Like everybody else kind of diddy bop their way out of their little Me Too moment. Um, <laughs> except uh, Harvey Weinstein, like he he's that nigga's out of here. He's in jail. It's fat. I wonder if he started working out in there. Um, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> he probably <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> But yeah, man, it's hard to separate. But no, all white people are just—I I think they have no idea, and they, and and they don't want to know, you know. And I feel like it's just so blatant. Like, why? Are you, it's like you're almost forcing yourself not to see like what it is, and that's weird because you can't be that oblivious. Not when you know everything else in the world. You could tell niggas how to do taxes and. <laughs> <laughs> you do, uh, start a 401k or uh, you should you need to keep your grass lower than what six inches is home owner associate but y'all can't y'all don't know that y'all don't know that you know what i'm saying y'all y'all choose not to see fuck it um did you see that shit on twitter uh the chick called her boyfriend to work and <laughs> he got suplexed now yeah. it raised the interesting question for me, and I talked to Ryan about this because Ryan is definitely the guy that's going to go to. Oh, he'll pull up. Yeah, but the thing is, my first thought was, "Oh, girl, got to quit. Like she has to quit her job because that's embarrassing. You got him into this. Yeah, because she called him to go. <laughs> well, in. really, the homie who was fucking around like messing with her i mean this is all his fault like if i felt like if he would have just left her alone like she yeah. probably asked um more than likely asked none of this would have happened but um yeah the video was just so telling to me like i could say a uh, homie didn't really want to fight he just had to try to prove a point and 
he was letting his girl, who's pregnant, I guess they were saying, push him off and away and keep him at bay. I was like, oh, that nigga don't really want to fight. Then he, then homie, oh, my voice is cracked. Then homie got suplexed yeah. or whatever. Then homie with the braids threw up a set. I don't know what it was, but I mean, I thought it, uh, he probably made it up or something. Uh, his braids were like super short, so he just like he just started growing his hair. Like like he just I I, I pay attention to a lot. Another thing I realized is wherever they work, look, look like maybe like an Amazon or a, like a chew like like Chewy type of warehouse. Yeah, because they had the yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, they got an all black HR department. Facts. I could tell it's just too. It was too many niggas outside. I seen one white lady. She she didn't look terrified or anything. <laughs> it's like so she probably one of those I, I fuck black guy type white white chicks or whatever. And she works with nothing but niggas. You have to like black people at that point. Like I'm sure that job that job probably paying like 15, 16 an hour. The fact of the matter is, uh uh Yeah, they got an all black HR department. They saw that video as we saw that video. And I don't think there was real any real repercussions that came of it, like you're fired or we're gonna send you home. That we know of yet. They ain't they finna man, they laughing. And that's again, that's why Shorty gotta quit. She can't show her face in that bitch again and not get ridiculed. <laughs> yeah, because Oh, let me guess you call your boyfriend again. Yeah, <laughs> and then that's the thing, like yeah. uh, bullying is real and uh, niggas are creeps. I'm sure whatever homie was doing to her was had to be bad enough that she went to her dude and he came up there. Can you come up here? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, she can't go back, and uh, I kind of feel for her because now she got to like start the whole job search thing over again. Uh, my experience, the whole his world resume. Watched, watched him get his ass whooped. Yeah, man. What's yeah. he gonna do? Homie threw up a set though. I, and I and I was trying to think like where could they be, and obviously that could be anywhere in the U.S. But I would like to say Dallas or Atlanta, just for some reason. I'll throw California in there for like a. Like a little mix up. If I look at the cars, I could probably look at the license plate. Look at Detective Dalton. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, uh, that was a wild thing. So it led me to ask, like, you know, if we as men mm-hmm. had a situation with a woman at work, mm-hmm. like, I, I don't know what could be, I don't know, like maybe uh, sexual harassment. I, I don't know, like, what. Or just being picked on, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. But if we had a situation where we needed our women okay. to come up there uh-huh. and, and handle that, <laughs> okay. uh, would you do it? Like, would you call Shelby and be like, hey, this bitch keep trying? I know where you work, so I know there's nobody there. <laughs> Are you going to call Shelby on your uh, stepmom or some shit? Like, what? Like, nah, you know? Maybe, uh... You know, I don't want to say her name because I don't know who it is. But you know what I'm talking about. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Now, I can, yeah, Shelby need to go out there and just roll the dice on that one. Whatever <laughs> happened. <laughs> Do it for me, really. Like, even that Shelby fucking dog, just go out there for me, right? But, um, yeah. Would you allow Shelby to do that? Like, put herself in that position? No. Okay. What would you do? Like, would you quit? Would you just. I, I, I can generally handle my own issues. Right. Um. Especially with shit like that. Okay. 
I would just probably stop associating with that person altogether. But what if they're like picking on you though, dog? What if they just come by and like slap you in the back of the head every day or something? I don't see. That's the thing. It's really hard to like. A woman has to want to fight a woman already. Like, and it's it's not going to be because the woman's picking on you. It's probably because the woman the woman your chick is going to be like, oh that bitch like you or. She she found out some type of way that the girl flirting with you or you call her your work. That's why a woman would come up to your job. She'll be in a situation where she could be physically harmed in some way. Okay, well, let me tell you the difference between me and you. (laughs) First of all, I don't think I would call any of like I wouldn't call a chick that I was dealing with to come up there. First and foremost, yeah, you got hitters though. Yeah, that's why. That's why I was like, I'm not because you could be like, bet cookie, what's up? Because <laughs> <laughs> bet you could literally say bet. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. I would like, it was like, okay, keep fucking around. Give me. Give, <laughs> you now, to, okay. the thing about it is though, for me, part cookie is six hours away. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I would. But they don't know def- that. Yeah, it <laughs> definitely had to be a setup type thing, like. I'm going to catch you slipping two months when Cookie come down here for a summer vacation or whatever. You know what I'm saying? We're going to catch you at the... At the yeah, you're going to be like noted. Yeah, we're going to catch you at the hookah spot and, gonna- and tool your ass up. But I think I'm more, as far as my significant other, I think I'm leaning towards your side. Like, I wouldn't want my significant other to be put in a situation, for one, her uh, safety, like you said, and two, which might be one, you're not going to embarrass me. If you get your ass molly oh, out no. here. <laughs> like, if you get molly wopped out, I'm like, especially if it's a chick that's crushing on you. And she all, now she feel if, if, uh, superior. Like, I could fuck you and I just beat your bitch up. Like, you need to do better, my nigga. And then I'm like, yo, well, she got a boy. <laughs> oh, wow. you, you're like, wow, I'm going to the dark side. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. How do you feel about that whole work wife situation or work husband thing at your big age? You're just so di- like, I, I feel like you understand the nuance of having a work wife or a work husband, but you still be like, nah, like, I ain't doing that at all on your end or like you would not <laughs> yeah, allow. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I mean, it's definitely a real thing. There's always like yeah. the uh, person you gravitate toward. Yeah. Like, I eat lunch with her because she's dope. Yeah, like, she cool. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Um, or vice versa. Like, yeah, I ain't no fucking my work, boy. I did. But that's ne- it's never got to that point or anything. It's so weird because it usually does for me. I can only speak for me. And I've only worked a couple jobs where women were there. Like, you know, it's not like a boys club like type situation. And yeah, man, I just, it started off like, hey, um, where does this go? Or can you help me put this up or something? And then it, it, yo, where are you going for lunch? You want, do you want anything for lunch? And then it's like, yo, where's my number? Like, you know, if you, is what do you want for dinner? The bed rock. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it, it really haven't fat, but I think like it's a comfortability thing. And that yeah. usually 
com- being comfortable with a person is really wild. Because I definitely think you could now maybe maybe not like in the early two thousands. I feel like, but I, I wasn't working. I can only assume from how aggressive everybody used to be back in the day. <laughs> but I feel like now it's like way easier to like have relations with um women at work and keep it cool. Like it ain't gonna be no issues, yeah. no problems. Like you know, not saying that I'm doing that now at all because. I'm seeing someone, but I'm just saying in my past, definitely. No, I've never, I've never had that. Uh, But as of now though, I feel like it's all about the information that you choose to share with this person too. That's very important because you can let somebody assume all the way till you assume them panties off. You know what I'm saying? And then it's like, wait, you had a girlfriend this whole time, like you didn't ask, and I didn't feel like yeah, that, you know, or we just work together. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> keep it, keep, keep it, keep it like that, you know. But like, I, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it was very strange. It wasn't strange, but I it, something happened last night. It wasn't nothing big or like disrespectful, but I could just tell if I don't nip that in the bud, like now, it's going to grow into something. I don't want it to be. So wow. I got to work last night and I was, I was like on the forklift, like pulling pallets out the back of shit. You know what I'm saying? Just vibing in my own world. Nobody was back there at the time. Like nobody I work with, but you know, the store associates, they come back there and throw trash away or shit that they didn't, whatever. They just bring shit to the back. So I see this girl that's been working there that works at the front of the store. And I see she's making eye contact with me because she's standing with another girl who just started uh, last night. So I guess she's making eye contact with me because I'm obviously making it back. But I'm guessing she's trying to figure out if she should tell me, yo, this is the new girl's first day and like show her the ropes or wait for one of our supervisors to come. Like I could tell that's probably what she was thinking. So, I, you know, I got done doing what I was doing. I parked, I parked the forklift. And then I was I, I hopped off and uh, she was like, "Hey, have you seen uh, your supervisor?" And I was like, uh, "Nah, I'm I think I'm here by myself, or at least in the in the back by myself." And she was like, "Oh, okay. Um, well, she's new. She just started today." So I was like, "Yo, Chris, nice to meet you. You know, you're gonna love it here, J.K." And then um, the girl that's been working there introduced herself. And I already like, and I didn't even, I didn't think about it, but I, I totally dismissed her. <laughs> and I was just like, oh yeah, I've already seen you before. Yeah, okay, bitch. Um, no, I was like, yo, I've seen you before. She was like, really? When? I was like, at, at the, at the front of the, at the front of the store. Like, we work here. Yeah, we work here. I see you. <laughs> so I think she said her name and I was like, oh yeah, okay. Well, I'm Chris and you know, easy. You know, nothing else. She came back there for something else and said something and she's like, oh my god i'm ready to go and i was like yo would you rather would you rather work in the front or the back of the store like i can't be that taxing to work in the front so he's like yeah i gotta deal with customers and da, da, da. I was uh, like, it's mentally draining yeah, yeah i'm like well I'm, this is mentally and physically draining so you pick your poison it's really not too it's not different that's retail for you baby yeah you know what i'm saying so we had that little that exchange then she came back because uh, she was like well, I was supposed to leave at 
uh, seven and it was already like eight thirty, and I was like, oh well, you know, at least she got overtime. Mind you, I'm keeping everything right here, if you can see on camera. Like, I'm not, I'm not. She was wearing Yeezys, three fifties, and all that. Like, I make no conversation about nothing else other than work. So, <laughs> we are walking uh, opposite of each other. Like, she's going back. I'm going forward. Okay. And as she's walking past me, she holds out her hand to, like, dap me up. And I'm like, all right, you got way too comfortable, way too fast. <laughs> Where this is going? We can't be friends. Can't do it. Can't do it. <laughs> can't do it. That, so she was like, so you work overnight, right? And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. She's like, okay, well, I'll see you in the morning. I was like, oh, okay. True enough. Seen her this morning. As I was leaving. She was at the registers, I guess, clocking in. And they give us phones at work because we got to scan the items and shit. So I was going to go take my phone three feet away from where she was standing. And she was like, hey, are you done with that phone? I was like, yeah. She was like, well, can I use it? I was like, I guess it's finna die, though. <laughs> She's like, oh, okay. And she took it. I was like, man, you need to relax. <laughs> you need to relax. I see all that. I know, bro. Anyways. Um, in other news. Wow. What's up? <laughs> Nothing. Juneteenth. It's your day, baby. It's my day. Oh, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta think of. You I, told me to shut up in the intro. So I I'm was saying. just bullshitting, man. Just act like I'm not even here. <laughs> you, t- you said you were gonna say the white people you hated. You never got to that. I had a lot of white people though, Dalton. <laughs> Are we talking like? I'm glad I'm in the select for you. You like? That's cool. I just, I mean. It's, I don't, uh, do I hate them? I don't, I, I hate the white people that aren't aware. But then, like, I, I mean, obviously I hate, like, there's certain white people that I feel like get a lot of ridicule that don't deserve it as much, personally. Who's uh, an example of that? Rebecca Black. For Friday, that song Friday she did. Oh. They they killed her. Yeah, it because, you know, the song, man. Yeah. But then no one was like, I just felt like that was a lot of pressure for a white girl. That was definitely her parents doing. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, but, uh, who, uh, yeah. uh, I don't feel like, uh, what's my man name? Ghost Rider. What's his name? Oh, Nicholas Cage. Yeah. He got a lot of hate, man. I don't think he's that bad of an actor. I'm uh, totally doing, you use the white Jedi mind trick on the, me. Cause the, I'm supposed to be saying to people I hate. No, the, no, I didn't. I, I, <laughs> I said, oh, and now all of a sudden, I, oh, Nicholas Cage, I love that guy. Look, the, Nicholas Cage doesn't get, he, people say he does like random ass movies because mm. it'll be like, I work at a haunted carnival. You're like, what? Mm. Like he'll do like random ass shit like that. But you know, Samuel Jackson says no to nothing. Right. He'll do whatever movie you throw his way. I also feel like, uh, that's neither here nor there. Uh, okay. White people that I hate. Delicious so long. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know. Should I start with like famous people or like Dog, people I know personally? Just, you don't have to do personally because that's a little different. Are you scared you're going to end up on the list? No. <laughs> uh, famous that would be, be a little. White people I hate. <clears throat> this has absolutely nothing to do. Well, I hate I hate like a lot of her music. Mm. Uh, Taylor Swift. 
But it's not even because yes. of the type of music she makes <clears throat> as far as like that pop country fusion thing yes. or whatever. But that Shake It Off song has to be the most horrible song. Because for my I work in retail, I hear it every single day. So it's like, yep. there's like a little breakdown part where she's like kind of like rap rapping or something. Mm-hmm. I feel like... I feel like white people should have left that little breakdown shit back in the nineties when they used to do that. Even it wasn't cool then. It's definitely not cool yeah, now. I don't, I don't fuck with Taylor Swift at all. Um, but I like some of her songs though. I do. <laughs> but what but, the fuck? She know about camera? Yeah, facts. <laughs> like, I don't no, like, I, I'm. And then like off. when 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 it was like a rumor that her and Drake were dating, and then like Drake was supposed to executive produce her next album. I was like, Drake, if you do this, you're finna lose a billion points with me. <laughs> you could have wrote the most fire shit for Taylor Swift too. Like it, Forty could have did all the beats. She could have had some boy wonder beats on that motherfucker. I still would have been like, "Yo, what the fuck is this broccoli casserole, my nigga? We ain't doing none of that raisins, yeah, and potato salad, all that shit." <laughs> the fuck out of here, um, white people. I hate. You know what? Let me change this up a little bit because what I realized is I don't pay attention to anything that i hate as far as white people go <laughs> right you just ignore it yeah, yeah. so it's like yeah. oh obviously like you can you can almost yeah. close your eyes and, and throw and then you're like doesn't surprise me move on right Moving on. right yeah. like you could throw a close your eyes and spin around 18 times and hit the bullseye and say you hate that um that white <laughs> that white bitch uh, <laughs> that, that white bitch. uh what's her name I don't, uh I don't to, know. tori um um uh, the white girl that's always like, so Beyonce did this and the political white bitch. Oh, you talk about, uh, uh, see, I don't even know her name no more. Cause they, I, they, I, they always butcher her name on yeah, purpose. I'll block her shit. Yeah. While I, they, while they was calling her something, it was a Tammy character. or something. Tam, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, she, but, but yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, she's mad annoying. Yeah, man. I don't know about that at all. Yeah. I, bro, I, yeah, I don't know. Any woman that acts like Skyler from uh, Breaking Bad, but that would be like in my personal <laughs> life. Any woman that acts like her, yeah, you out of here. Oh, boy. Fuck out of here. Uh, I hate the Jewish guy. What's his name? He's white still, right? Jewish? If you're Jewish, you're white, right? We're just going to call it Spade Spade. You're white. Uh, that easy E was signed to? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I hate that nigga. Yeah, you broke up. You broke up the motherfucking super West Coast Avengers. West Coast Avengers. Yeah, man. you did that, motherfucker. Uh, so yeah, I hate that guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you start picking villains out, <laughs> yeah, right? People that you're supposed to hate. Um, I hate the Red Skull. I hate. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. You start saying, "Oh, uh, Ben Shapiro." Oh yeah, he's I hate a, that nigga. He's also an idiot too. Uh. I will say this, uh, the Crowder dude, when he was like, prove me wrong, I was a bit more accepting of him. But then like once his podcast or whatever the fuck he does got like more popular and I started watching it, I hate, I hate white people that talk like him, like in a, like everything like condescending, sarcastic, like, yeah, but about topics that he talks about. Cause it's very, it's very like spit in your face type of shit. Like, you know, I spit in your face, but you can't tell if it was like on purpose or accident type thing. Like, he's like, well, yeah. So if you just put 
a bunch of black people in the neighborhood with guns. Of course the guns are going to come. Like, if you talk like that, like, I hate that nigga. And they got him out of here. <laughs> so that's cool. Um, uh, I'm sure if I, like, really just give it my all, I could just. But the white people that black people find, like, cool or whatever, it's really hard to hate them. Like, you love Jim Carrey. Like, you can't hate Jim Carrey. Robin Williams. Uh. The dude that plays house, uh, <laughs> uh, I remember like Kevin. Everybody loved Kevin Spacey till that shit happened with him. Uh, that was rough. That was very rough. Um, I, you know what, Steve Carell, Steve Carell, Office Anchorman. Oh, we love him. Yeah, I thought you were gonna say you hate him. No hell, oh, no. Okay, I was, no, uh, he's a great example of a person who, unproblematic. He just does his thing and yeah. stays out the way. He don't. He don't ever speak on nothing. Mm-hmm. He doesn't ever try to go over like he just sits there, go, does a movie or a show, collects his paycheck, goes home like a normal person. I, I, I appreciate the uh, sentiment with 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 uh, that, but I feel like I spent too much time on white people trying to figure out who I hate and don't hate because I'm sure there's. <laughs> Oh, one more. I guess one more. Uh, <laughs> uh, the dude who's causing all this mayhem for the Mavs that Luca doesn't like. Well, I, he's not white though. What is he? He's Hispanic. Oh, mm. his last name is Vulgaris. I thought that was like Slovakian or some <laughs> shit. I don't know. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Shit. Racism is killing me inside. Yeah. Um. The niggas Hope was talking about on Izzo. <laughs> I'm sure they were white, like the industry people. Uh, Fuck them, you know. Uh, do you like Lior Cohen? Mm, he's. That's a tough one, isn't it? It's not tough because I understand his demeanor. If I didn't know who Lior Cohen was and I just seen him talking like cash money shit. Yeah. Like today, I was like, nigga, who the fuck are you? You're a guest. <laughs> <gasps> I know a white person I hate personally. Ooh, I'm finna, I'm finna do that. You wear it out? Oh fuck yeah! Hell, let's go. <laughs> um, but yeah, if I didn't know Leo Cohen, I would be like, "Who the fuck are you?" But um, I mean, Nori respects him. So, what are you gonna, what are you gonna say to Nori and all the shit he did for hip hop and shit? I don't like him for making Kanye put that "Breathe In, Breathe Out" song on the album. Because if you didn't put it on there, they would... Look, bro, that was his first album, though. Yeah. They didn't think Jesus Walk was going to work. Well, After it, it did, though, they did. I guarantee they didn't tell him nothing else. Yeah. You could do what the fuck you want. Yeah. Facts. Oh, uh, so the person I hate that's white, personally, and it's, it's crazy because uh, I don't even want to, like, air... I get, fuck it. I was on the phone with Miles the other day, and he was like, oh, somebody just sent me a beat. So I was like, oh, who? He told me who it was. It was a white guy, uh, which I spoke about before on this podcast. A yep. celebrity, the producer that used to work with, uh, I don't know, him and Tuesday are cool or whatever. I think about it. Because he's not popping. <laughs> it's wild. So if you remember uh, a couple years ago, it was a very long time ago. I know all my greatness happened earlier in my life, but it there's, I'm, there's times that I talk about whatever. But I'm still great, you know, just FYI. 
um, a lot of bullshit happened when I was younger because I didn't know how to navigate through the uh, culture of Dallas artists. Okay. Shit. Well, what's that's the- my PC answer. I'm not going to be PC anymore. <laughs> so if you remember a couple years back, I had won the producer of the year in yeah, Dallas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they were, the, the, people's names was on the list. Obviously miles was on there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a bunch of people that are probably like super popping now, but you know, unless you're in a crowd, you're not really, you know, so celebrity, I think we were all talking about me winning or whatever on Twitter or something. And yeah. celebrity white man, this way into a conversation that had nothing to do with him. I guess his name was on the list maybe. And he didn't win. I don't know. You're white. <laughs> you're a guest in this culture. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget that shit. <laughs> I don't care who you were. Matter of fact, he's not even like like purebred American white. I think he's from like Czechoslovakia or some shit. That, why that's is Spanish? He, why is, is that, that Spanish? No, no, that's Russian. Why do you oh. keep? I don't <laughs> know because I feel like all the like like super white people are from like Russia or some shit. I don't okay, know. Okay, go continue. He probably uh, joke his brother or cousin or some shit. But anyway, which Miles told me he wasn't like pure. I don't want Miles to. I don't want to like incriminate their friendship or working together. It ain't got nothing to do with Miles, but Miles is the one who told me he's not like white, white. Okay. So I was like, uh, or American white, rather. Uh huh. So he was like, I never really. And Miles pulled up the tweet. So when he pulled up Last the tweet, nah, the not like on Twitter, but like you know you 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 at the person's name and yeah. then type in. So like he said, Chris. He it, so yeah. yeah. So he pulled up the tweet. And I was like, I don't remember what he said. So Miles pulled up the tweet and he was like, um, I never really cared for Chris's beat, but I respect the hustle though. And then <laughs> he mentioned somebody else that was like, he felt better. That was better than me. That was on the list. I was like, I never even heard of these guys. <laughs> like you've heard of me and you don't like my, but I, but that's fine. Like music, uh, younger me, of course I took that with extreme <laughs> prejudice. Yeah, yeah. Like, Oh, you're white. And you say, I like my music. Like, fuck you white boy. You know? Um, but, uh, yeah, I just felt like you didn't have to do that. Like I never said anything to you or about you. And, and, and I really do like for real, I feel like as a, uh, a white man, um, and anything, well, music in particular, especially hip hop, we got to invite you. We got to deem you cool. You got to have some salsa flavor. You got to use the break dance or some shit. <laughs> like you had, you had to pr- prove, <laughs> you had to prove yourself. Yeah. Like before we was, you know, um, Rick Rubin, you did call Russell Simmons in the seven eighties or whatever. Like you're stamped, nigga. It don't matter what you do from here on out. You broke the Beastie Boys, run DMC, LL Cool J. Like you did some shit. Yo. Well, we accept you. Yeah, you walk around barefoot, dude. Yeah, like, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Uh the Beastie Boys, like, they held their own with Run DMC and LL Cool J. Like, Eminem, earlier Marshall. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I still yo. <laughs> Uh, off subject for a second. I listened to "Forgot About Dre" again. You know how I feel about that verse. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know why he spazzed like that. <laughs> he went crazy. He <laughs> I went crazy. Know why he did? He I was that nuts. shit last night. Like Jesus Christ. But anyways, so yeah, like you got it. Lior Cohen, um, Adrian Adrian Rozorski or whatever the fuck. Like forty. Uh, forty. Yeah, you have to do <laughs> something. And at that point in time. Especially then, like I was way more aware of 
the landscape of Dallas because there weren't very many of us. Yeah, that's true. So I know Gunn doing his thing, Trey, uh, who else was like, Pop Brandon, obviously. Crit Life. Crit Life, you know. Uh, ADD Plus. Was ADD still together. Plus. They were like, still together then, yeah. At that time, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, it was a smaller community, so we understood the mission. And for you to come out of nowhere and say that, like, yeah, I have an affinity for how much I hate you. Like, it, it really, it ain't even, like, I don't even care about what you said at the point. It's the fact that you had the gall to say it. <laughs> like, you have an opinion, and it's fine. But for you to do it publicly, you trying to score points off my name after we already built this culture. And you trying to get points off my back. Suck my dick. So yeah, that's one white person I hate. But I, we can meet, we can fight, we can never talk again, and then I'm still gonna feel the same way. Like there's no, there's no respect there. Like I just did not respect that. Now, if we would have said it today, I still would feel the same way. But I, <laughs> but I, but I wouldn't be as like, I'll oh, fuck you till you die. And then I'm like, okay, that's how you feel. But now nah, I know, like, fuck you. Like you don't like my music. We have no reason to talk. No reason to communicate, especially on Twitter. Yeah. I only talk to people that I like fuck with every day or people that do music and we respect what we're doing. Like, so for you to even follow me or even do it, like for what? Like, are you just watching? Do you want your follower account to sit at a certain spot? Like, why are we following each other? You don't even fuck with why I'm on Twitter. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So fuck you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, that was a fun trip down memory lane. Suck my dick. Celebrity. Oh, that's his name. Uh his his moniker or whatever. Oh, I didn't. I thought you were. That was like a placeholder. I didn't know that. I don't. I don't. No, his name is Celebrity, but he spells it like. I don't know who that is. Tuesday's the only person that's seen this man in person. <laughs> I don't know this nigga. I don't even well, know Tuesday. Reason. It's because Tuesday's an enigma. So yeah. He knows so, all yeah. the other enigmas. Yeah. Then, <clears throat> that nigga. From goddamn Tuesday, should enjoy this story, <laughs> I, bro. I t- every time I see two, that's like, why you still fuck with that white boy? Man? <laughs> <laughs> I say that shit every time, bro. I can't, I can't wait till they ask you the question about me. What you mean? <laughs> Someone tells you, hey, Chris, you still fucking with that white dude, bro. But that's the thing <laughs> about you in particular. Like, first of all, I wouldn't, you think I would have fucked with a white person for 10 plus years if you. If we, you brought value to my life, I can say that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I feel like I, I, I nigga, I, I'm the reason you know your wife. If I wasn't a piece <laughs> of shit back in the day and like pulled you to spots this where we a, were doing coke in the bathroom this and is shit, a wild full circle moment. Bro. I'm just saying, yeah, yeah. like, yeah, we brought value to each other. Like, I called this nigga to ask, yo, which laptop should I buy? And I introduce you to your wife. There is not a single person in my circle that does not bring value to my life in some capacity. That you, and that's how it should you would be. not you would not be here. Yeah, in my home, right? You know, um, I br- I think I bring a little bit more value. I, but, but I'm saying, <laughs> but I'm saying, I wouldn't. I, would, all I, would, I wouldn't talk to you every day. If I right, 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 right. If right, you didn't right. bring value to my life, yeah, yeah. So facts. I wouldn't. I like. I think you know. And plus, and we're talking about inviting white people into the culture thing. Like I said, the. Everybody who's ever spoke about Dalton has been a black person and they spoke highly of him. And there's people that everybody likes or listens to or respect. Miles, Miles, like, 
Miles even, you know, sending you that kite on your birthday out of nowhere. Like, Brandon, like, bro, don't put me in studio. He got me set up on this. He took me there. He did it. Like, anybody that's black would come and say, like, hey, yo, Don has been a true ally. You know what I'm saying? Not just because uh, our culture is cool and it's the easiest to get points off of, but, like, he literally put in the work. And not just with me. Like, any any even Ridge not being black will tell you that. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, nah, anybody come at Don Ron and, you know what I'm saying, you finna get this shitty, shitty bang bang, nigga. Well, I appreciate it. That's a fact. Nigga, I can't speak for every white person I know, but I can speak for you. Like, <laughs> I can speak for you. That's a fact. Uh, C-Talk, another ally. Really respect that guy. Just because he he is an ally. And when I needed him most, he came and delivered. Uh, I think you were, you were definitely there. Yeah. Jimmy was <laughs> Jimmy was there. And I don't think Jimmy was even dunking. I was like, bro, I got a white boy that put you on your ass. C-Talk came to the court with two bum knees dunking on these niggas. I was like, yeah. <laughs> We got the we got a Dirk Nowitzki of our own, nigga. Hell yeah, I'm there. I wouldn't say I needed him the most, man, but it was it was cool to brag about. Yeah, he said, but, oh, you want? I remember you. I got somebody for you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> facts, nigga. Yeah, C talk. Come who, man? You're at Cravens Park. No, we went. Uh, that's we went to. Uh, no, oh yeah, yeah Tyree. Tyree yeah, Bart, yeah, yeah. C-Talk came up there, worked them niggas. We won that game too. I mean, obviously, we won every game we played because I mean, you know, anyways. Uh. But nah, C-Talk came last summer when Jesse and I were going to do like a little docu-series. We shot like over an hour worth of footage. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Him um, and Ashley came, right? Him and Ashley came. Yeah. Shout out to Ashley. She's also an ally, you know what I'm saying? Um, they both came and sat there and listened to black people tell them what's wrong with white people. And there were only two white people there. <laughs> so I felt like it was... And I didn't mean to put them in that position. I mean, nah. obviously, they were... They were... They're, they weren't even there to be like, yo, we understand why white people do. Like, they're like, bro, this is bullshit. Yeah. Y'all need to tell us what y'all need us to do to help y'all, like, that, further the agenda and all that those shit. Those conversations are important. Extremely. And I, you know, I'm, that was way more important than C Talk coming and dunking on. <laughs> <laughs> but I was just, you know, saying it wasn't as fly of a story, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, nah, see, they definitely came and we all, we chopped it up for like an hour in my backyard. Ridge Dev came, Parnell. Dior, C Talk, Jesse, uh, uh, Ashley. I feel like I'm missing like two more people, but either way, we, oh, Vance pulled up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like somebody else pulled up too, but either, either way, we were all in my backyard. It was hot. It was around this time. Well, no, it might have been July already when all the protests and shit started last year. So, yeah, we, we were all just chopping it up about that. And, um, yeah, I hit him on like a, and actually like her car was in the shop. She didn't know she was going to get it back. She still found her way there and everything. So like we were going to do it at the, uh, at the park of at the gazebo, but like the moms that work out together, it was like 15 of them. They were all up there working out and shit. <laughs> yeah, I was so like, like mm, yeah, let's just go to my house. The backyard. Yeah. It had a cooler and ice and water and shit. We were just trying to do something. I felt like Dr. Umar that day. <laughs> <laughs> You kept repeating everything twice. Yeah. Now we, oh, I know what I want to talk about. God damn it. I need a shot for it. I don't want to, I got to get that, but I don't want to get off camera. Shelby, I'm sorry. Can you bring the bottle, please? 
Wow, are you asking my wife for? Well, it's just because I didn't want to fuck up the continuity. <laughs> <laughs> like if I get up and just go away, you know what I'm saying? Uh, duh, it's fine. You're not our assistant or anything. I just didn't want to get up and ruin the shot. I, I appreciate you, you black queen. Matter of fact, pour yourself a shot too. You know what I'm saying? We celebrating Juneteenth. We finna make Dalton go back to Rudy's. No, not today. <laughs> not today. Yeah, it's gonna be way too crazy. Oh, speaking today. of which, we uh, tell them where we went last week. We did go to Rudy's. All right, I told y'all niggas we was going to Rudy's. Y'all ain't believe me. Dalton White put them but put you, them baby doll eyes no, on you, nigga. But you know what? I really went for to prove a fucking point. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. The point was proven. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely proven. <laughs> so. <sighs> Tupac's birthday was the other day. Yeah. It would have been 50, right? 50. Shout out to Tupac, man. I, I did not appreciate his music as a child. When I grew up, I appreciated it way more. Because, it, yeah, it's really not for the kids. It's yeah. not. Like, I, like not. And another thing about Tupac, I don't think he get enough credit for his beat selection. Now, I'm not saying the beats were made the best. But one thing I found about sampling that I just realized I was talking on the phone with Ryan is not finding obscure samples that nobody's really heard of song it's really about just how you flip that bitch thank you um it's <laughs> it's really about oh. <laughs> it's really about uh oh yeah there you go they just took a shot <sighs> crisp it's really about getting like popular songs and flipping them like Kanye with the Jackson five thing. But Tupac was good at taking like very familiar samples, but not, it wasn't going to be like, they would have been on like the top 20, but not in the top 10 songs. Right. So the, um, the one joint, um, ah, uh, I can't, I can't call it right now, but anyways, Tupac songs, he takes, he picks really good, or B selection. But anyways, the other day was Tupac's birthday. And, um, Jada Pickett Smith, she keeps, like, I, ha- like, at this point, bro, she has to know, because she see everything else on Twitter, right? Or she sees everything else that works in the media. So she has to know every time Tupac comes up, that is going to be an issue. Like not an issue, but you know it's it's gonna it's gonna start a pot. So she a uh, never before handwritten poem from Tupac, and I was like, at first when I seen it, I was like, oh okay, cool. But then after seeing so many people talk about it and going back, I was like, damn, that paper do look brand new. Like you would think you had a a, a piece of paper for like twenty years or something. Unless she preserved it or something, which she probably did. Like, apparently, her, her love for this man is extremely prominent. Like, it's not going anywhere. She, she, she rep Tupac more than Diddy rep Biggie. <laughs> Diddy rep Biggie. Yeah, that just sounded weird when I said. Yeah, it, but she I said basically right. said, like, if he was still alive, I would not be with Will. And that's the thing, bro. Um. And then they put up a letter that Willow allegedly wrote as when she was a child, like Tupac, I know you're still I, that, but this, see, I know that was fake. Cause me even biting the, I took the bait on that. You took the bait. I was like, yo, wait, wait, what? Cause she, it started off saying like Tupac, I know you're still alive. 
And if you could just come back and make mommy happy, I know somebody wrote that shit. It wasn't below. It couldn't have been. No way. If it was below. That hurts, man. Bro, but yeah, because I feel like Will, even if Jada and Will aren't the best, we'll never know because of Will. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, he going to play that shit super cool. I feel like Will, especially seeing how he got into Instagram out of nowhere, that was huge. That was a sign. That's a man going through a midlife crisis who's been famous his whole life or like most of his life. To me, because you were not on social media at all. Yeah. Big Willie style is more like medium Willie style now. You know what I'm saying? So you need to come back bigger than life. <sighs> nigga bungee cord, bungee jumped. The nigga jumped out of an airplane and nigga doing all this shit. And at the time, he's just like, oh, look how cool Will is. But it's really like, Refinding yourself, like re, like like like, you starting to see yourself for yourself, and not that I've been a couple with this person since I was twenty or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like I got to find out who I am and what makes me happy and how I want to be loved and who I want to. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like Jada was just moving out here like a snake, man, like a snake. How you fuck with August Alcina out of all the popping niggas? Yeah, so we watched, we all read, watched the Red Table Talk. You fucking with that nigga? You know this whole Tupac shit every year. It's like, bro, but it wasn't cheating. It was an entanglement, Chris. Look, I never want to hear that <laughs> word again. First and foremost, <laughs> second of all, I'm just like, bro. That boy said an entanglement. Jada isn't happy with Will. Give him back to us. That's just how I feel, because I feel like Will is a loyal. Stand up, dude. Of course, he probably did his dirt too. But shit, my wife doing this shit, nigga. You don't think there's a chick from Philly that Will used to fuck back in the day before he became D. Will's Fresh Prince that probably passed or something? You don't see this nigga bringing her up every time. You know what I'm saying? People, you know, I'm just saying. I just don't think that's fair that he has to go through that publicly every single time. It's like the Kim and Kanye thing. Like, I. You know, a nigga like me, I was like, Kanye can't do no wrong. Kanye did wrong. Yeah, we can. I feel like the only good thing that came from that was their children. Was their children and the fact that she was holding it down. She helped him get out of debt, which is very important. But I just feel like that whole thing is like, you can't take a nigga and put him into that later in life. Because we able to call bullshit early, like quicker than we were when we were younger, and then, but I'm in this shit now, and I'm not in it because of like keeping up with the Kardashians or Red Table Talk or you got to a little band, like whatever. Jada, Jada was a, a hot it girl in the '90s or whatever, but Will was the nigga. <laughs> there was not a nigga bigger than Will back then, bro. Music, movies, yeah, like he was bigger Fresh than Prince. life. He was bigger than life. So you know, I just I. There's very few times we get to come on a podcast and actually advocate for a man when he's being done wrong in a relationship. It's just simply, I just feel like Will, Kanye, there's two guys, you know. Now, like, for instance, like, let me just give an example. Like, when J and B was going through that thing, J, yo, I cheated. Solange beat me up in the elevator. Like, he he <laughs> laid that shit all out. So we couldn't be like, well, whole Mida and Beyonce could Nah, it wasn't none of that. It wasn't, it wasn't none of that. You know what I'm saying? You got allegations about Kim stepping out on... Step out on Ray J. 
Step out on that. Who the niggas? Chris Humphreys. Chris Humphreys. Step Reggie out Bush. on the, Step out on them niggas. You do not step out on the nigga who made my beautiful dark twisted face. You just don't do that. These bitches do not appreciate that, man. They don't appreciate greatness like that, bro. <laughs> okay. You heard? I just like, come on, man. Yo, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't. You I don't. can look with that relationship. I can. That one makes more sense to fall apart to me. Kim and Kanye? Yeah, because especially how just how Kanye is as a person. Yeah. The novelty of that situation and everything that comes with marrying into that family probably wears thin very quickly. Yeah. Um, but the thing, Kanye loved her since forever. Like, he's always knew, like, I like this girl. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And obviously, you can have an affinity. Because he had for- to, even when... Uh, when she, I never been to Japan. I'll, I'll take you. Yeah, like that was before they even got together. Like, yeah. but, but you don't know it until you in it. Like yeah. he, he knew, oh, she bad, and he knew of the yeah. the what's going on around it. Yeah, but, but he was he was like that almost in a strange way. Now I'm looking able to look back on it. That almost made it didn't almost it made Kanye human. I mean, in a in a in a in a mythological hero type of way. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> of course he's human. Yeah. But we, this is the first time we've seen him start to dress down in he public family. Yeah. But like it made him human It made him like touchable. I felt like before all that, like Drake would not dare come at Kanye like that. You wouldn't like, you can't Where What's the angle? Like you can't say the nigga can't rap. Can't say the nigga can't make beats. You can't say the nigga can't dress. You can't say the nigga can't hoop. I know you saw that when he gave that wheelchair team like 130 points. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> but for real though, like it, it made him it made him human. And he was already in a public eye, but imagine being in a public eye when you're not the person anymore or some shit. Like I I I can I can I, I can't but I, I guess I can empathize with it because he's my hero. Anybody else? I, 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 but Will, for sure. Nah, I think that marriage started. I think the marriage is what kind of... because Think about it, bro. Think about how polar opposite Tupac and Will Smith are. Oh, yeah. So then think about what Jada loves Pac for. How serious, like, thought-provoking, poetic, thug, bald. Like, bombed. <laughs> I don't know when that came in there, but you sure. Will Smith, flashy, big Willie style, fresh prints, light skin, good hair, like safe rap, safe. Parents just don't understand. To get with a woman that went from it's that meme come to life. Oh, don't worry about him, babe. He's just a nerd. Oh, I'm gonna show you. And then she come back out of you. Hey, get I'm gonna, away from me! Trick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But it's picture. the same thing. Like to me, it's just Will got the girl because he was the nigga at the time. Tupac just passed. You know what I'm saying? But I can imagine Jada already being the type of person she was gonna be. You know what I'm saying? Because of the performing art school, because. Tupac was the biggest thing and he was going to be in a Will Smith type of he he wasn't picking like the best movies to do but I figured by the time 
the technology caught up with. He would have been around, man. Yeah, he would have been around. He would have been around for sure. Like acting and all that shit. Mm-hmm, all the way. So he might, he was on track to become what Will did. Like they, Tupac could have been an Independence Day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Why not? Just put a nigga right but, there. But I mean, <laughs> Baby Boy would have been an entirely different movie. Baby Boy would have been an entirely different movie. Like, so. We would have had Tupac in Fast and Furious. Facts. Facts. Imagine that right now. <laughs> uh, I don't yeah maybe yeah th- th- they just wouldn't yeah. have made him a comedic character like Roman yeah but I'm he would have yeah I'm saying yeah. though he would have been in the bitches John Singleton would have put him in the movie oh the second one yeah, he that, did the second because one. that's where Tyrese came in that's yeah. what I'm saying yeah. it would have oh, he would have he would have continued yeah, from there oh yeah yeah, yeah that's you. what I'm saying um but yeah just imagine being polar opposite and then Jada probably putting that on Will in a sense and who and I guarantee one hundred percent. Being married, that behind closed doors in their household, these arguments have probably had a part where Jada was like, boy, if Pac was still here, <laughs> this would not be happening right now. Because you can't, I guarantee we can't imagine what the arguments sound like in right. behind closed doors. That they, The things that kids have probably heard from yeah. them. Now, both their kids have done really well for themselves. They're really, they're all three. They're, Let's say all three. Tra- yeah, Trey. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying, but don't want to. But I'm know. just saying the two kids that uh, right, from the her music and art and shit. But yeah. uh, but they they they're like very independent. They're very different children. Um, but they didn't know they have done no fuck shit. You know they didn't wild out go crazy. Yeah, his oldest son definitely hasn't. But yeah. um. But the two that they had together, I just can't imagine what they've heard, you know? I just, and to be honest, we're just speculating and, you know, no relationship is perfect. And I and we understand that. But what I'm saying is when you're a public figure like Will Smith and you go from being the best, one, stellar performances to putting out Gemini Man, it's some shit going on. Fam. Gemini Man, you know what that told me? There's a, there's, a, there's a split in the house. And <laughs> now you think way too deep. There there was there was now, now you Will Smith is deep. now torn between the first Prince Two Will worlds. Smith and the adult Will Smith. Mm, okay. Cause he's being pulled apart. <laughs> okay. All I know is we just need to stop doing that on Pac's birthday. Yeah, because it, it should be to be about Pac. It yeah. shouldn't be about Jada. It and it wasn't. Be about a, and yeah. it wasn't about Pac this year. Like I feel like we should have fifty man. He would have been yeah, 50. and we should have took the time to appreciate celebrate life. The, the music, bro. Like again, when we were children, like my cousin Drew, man, her mom, huge Tupac fan, fan had a picture bigger than that on her wall of Tupac, like nose ring and all. And I'm like. Y'all niggas like Tupac? <laughs> Bro, Tupac, I mean, look, back then, it was one of two things. Yeah. It was either going to be a picture of Biggie yeah. or a picture of Tupac. Yeah. That was it. That, that was the because, Malcolm X in. <laughs> yeah, it really was, but it was yeah. just like, it really was like a preference thing, too. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, but now that we are the age we are now, yeah. you understand. Oh. I, I, I appreciate both of them yeah, a lot. Thanks, thanks. But like... But, they're two different things. Like Tupac is the, like, I don't know if you've seen this picture. Cause usually like only black grandmothers had this picture, <laughs> but it's a picture of Barack, Malcolm and Martin. 
And oh, like, they, I've seen on the timeline for Obama sure. Obama was the like Malcolm's the thinker, so he's like doing the thinker pose. And I think uh, Martin was uh, the dreamer, and uh, uh, Barack was the change. Yeah, and it says that under their pictures, and they all got different posts. But like, uh, that's who Tupac was. He was the he like, even though he had that side of him where you know, say I beat a nigga up, spill camera, da da da. He still changes. Like, yeah, or Brenda's his, got a baby. His or, message never changed, though. Yeah, like he wanted the betterment of his people, no matter what. And we got to be radical. Then we got to be radical. He he rather not be radical. But y'all bring that up out of a nigga. I could dig that. Um, where. Uh, Biggie was more of the flashy. I could put these words together really, really well. Listen to my flow. I'm laid back, jazzy, fly, all that shit. And it's crazy that what Tupac died at 25, right? Yeah, somewhere around there. Biggie died at 24. Mm-hmm. Biggie didn't know how to drive. I just, I just heard that. Well, he's from New York, so it, yeah, it yeah. doesn't matter. But still, it's like I don't feel so bad. <laughs> but I'm also not Biggie, so you know. And we also have a subway, yeah. Uh, yeah, and I'm pretty sure even when that was riding around, like, I mean, shit. I'm Man, he rich. He never had it. Yeah, I'm going to have to drive. I got to drive it, baby. <laughs> yeah, but, um, yeah, and that and that was the sample I was talking about earlier, too, because uh, that change, the change, I see no changes. Mm-hmm. That, that sample, I don't know who sings the original, but they play that at Lowe's every day. Yeah, and he said, that's just the way it is. But he don't sing it as cold as the dude they they probably got, you know. What I'm yeah, that's a soul. Song, yeah, right? that's such a nineties. <laughs> that is such a nineties style song. That's just the way it is. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nah, that was the. <laughs> I wake up in the morning and I have myself. Like, I'm living shit up. Yo, Pac's best verse, no lie, is on "I Get Around," bro. He fucking murdered yeah, he floated, song. Yeah, he definitely he floated. Fl- I don't know what happened in that session, but yeah. he had a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And, that sh- and it, it was just fun. Round and round. And it was like when he was leaving death row yeah. and like he was, he was, you know. I get around. Yeah. That pop, that, that pop. That shit hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Digital Underground. Rest in peace to Yeah, R.I.P., man. Humpty Dumpty, man. Um, cool, no rush. I know it ain't no rush, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Juneteenth, man. Uh so they uh yeah. let's we go you know they uh dive right in. They 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 paraded this, you know, they called Ooh, yeah. they, they they what what pander what's the word that you use in the car? They um Yeah, yeah, they, uh well they made like a spectacle Yeah, they it. made yeah. a spectacle of this. They said <laughs> made me sick, bro. That made me sick. And Nancy, and Nancy Pelosi's always at the front of this shit. Like everybody was she on is her a dick. quintessential old white woman yeah. who's trying to be like she the wore cool a Kenfe, white woman. she wore a a Kenfe cloth or whatever. And then took it. a knee. Kente cloth. And then she, the the only moment everybody like that she should okay this was a cool cute moment is when she did the little clap. Outside of that, what has she done? <laughs> like all she does is make a spectacle of black people. I I can imagine black people are putting the pressure on her though. Like she always with like the NAACP or some shit. They always to get. But at the same, I, bro. At, at first I was with it right. Like I'm like okay yeah cool they 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 recognizing it but then everybody kept saying the same argument 
there's so many states are taking the history out of school or whatever the like I guess the critical race theory is what you're yeah. talking about, yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, if the schools aren't going to teach it, we got to teach ourselves. Like, we have to teach the children. We have to do that. Like, they never taught us anything anyways. Yeah. All they told us was Martin Luther King had a dream. Uh, yeah, the Civil Rights Movement is like... It. That's it. They give you like a week. Rosa Parks. Yeah. Martin Luther King. Yeah. The the bus the bus boycott. They start with slavery, then go to civil rights movement. They didn't teach us anything. They barely even covered Jim Crow. Yeah, so all the history <laughs> that most people know about black people in America, secondhand knowledge. Secondhand knowledge. These why why, why are we like it's two thousand twenty one. We didn't had an historic, and I hate to have to use that, but it is George Floyd. That was historic. Uh, Trayvon, Michael Brown, we didn't had all we didn't have all these cases. Yeah, see now though, and we think we y'all think we it, this it, shit's it, all documented in real time now. Yeah, so but because they're old textbooks are created by companies, you know, yeah. and they're like, or the curriculum is created by the state as well, especially a state as racist as Texas is. Come on, man. So they're gonna, of course, they're gonna try to make themselves like. Tell me if this is not true for you. When you grew up, did you think Texas won the Alamo? The Battle of Alamo. Did you think they won? Uh, Probably so, yeah. Because when I was a kid, the textbook frames it as Texas won they retreated, at the though, right? Alamo. All that happened was the fort didn't fall, but they lost the battle. Then they won the next one at Santa Ana on the border. Yeah. But what I'm saying is they frame things to make Certain they, things they, look, look a certain way. So they, they will omit certain parts of history they don't want to share. Yeah. And and, 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 and they do that very frequently in history classes. Yeah. Like very history frequently. is is probably the most, you know, math is fact based. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't. Math and science. Yes. Yeah. You can't get away from how they. One plus one is two. Right. Maybe, yeah. History, you like, but they've been they've been omitting parts of history forever. But like you said, it is up to us. It's up to us as individual and parents. Now, what do you want? Now, what do you want your child to know? Like, how deep are you willing to go? There's things I'm still finding out about our history because yeah, because there's always gonna be stuff that we just didn't know. Oh yeah, and a black woman made the three D especially outside of like our state or like maybe even like in Canada. You don't know those types of things. I didn't know a black woman made the three D projector. I didn't know that until like two days ago. But see, the thing about trying to get your information from social media is a lot of the things are regurgitated because they know is going to get them retweets. Yes. The very first, and I'm going to use this as an example. The very first time I saw the tweet ever on my timeline of, you know, rest in peace to all the friends we lost when we were kids. We didn't forget about y'all. That hit like a ton of bricks because um, there was, there was a girl, her name was Brittany Smith, black girl. She had, she died of, she had, she died of asthma. Oh wow! Well, I was in third grade, and um, she was the only friend at that age that any of us had lost. 
Like, because, mm-hmm. you know, it's elementary. We don't even know. Death hit us at Brian Elementary. <laughs> Facts. But, um, so when I saw that tweet, it made me think about her. And I was like, damn, we didn't have social media back then to say recipes or we didn't have no way to, you know, keep her name alive back then because we were children. Yeah. And, um, so the first time I saw that tweet, I was like, hell yeah, I resonate with this. This need a hundred million. You know what I'm saying? And it did pretty good from what I remember because it was like three years ago when I first saw it. But now I see it so often and it's not the same person that tweeted it. It's not the same tweet that's being shared. Yeah. Somebody did it again. I'm just like, okay, that bothered me because of how wholesome seeing it for the first time made me feel. Yeah, yeah. But um, Using that as an example is saying like every black, I guess I could have just used this black history month thing, but that was on my mind to share. But um, we regurgitate the same history of black people. Oh, George Washington Carver made peanuts or peanut butter. And all. Yep. Like, and they just, if, if Pharrell didn't do that movie with Taraji P about the three black women who got at the rocket yeah, and that's everything. And even even that, it has the white safe, safe savior problem in the movie. I didn't I didn't see it. I just yeah. was like, I was happy for those women getting there. So yeah, I was cool with seeing it. That was highly unknown. That people, yeah, that that there was, was three black women that helped with the space program. Yeah, so I um I appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? But like, there's so much shit we don't know, and I just feel like the super soaker guy. Or Famous Amos is a black-owned company, and Marvin Gaye gave him money to start it up. Like, Mm -hmm. there's just so much shit we Mm -hmm. don't know. And um, because of that look-at-me-see-me thing, like, there might be some knowledge we dropped on. Like, we could talk about how leather's processed in 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 a way that nobody's ever seen it explained on Twitter. And you and I, or... Any of our friends would tweet it. It'll probably get upwards of 20 likes or whatever the case may be because it's new information. But once somebody takes that and flips it and remixes it and all that shit and it goes up, I mean, cool. But then, again, like I said, that's just going to be the information that we keep seeing forever and ever and ever and ever. Like, it's just... Long story short, it's going to take us. And I don't see what the what the fuss is about. And, and I really don't see no need to complain about... Juneteenth becoming a national holiday and the fact that they're taking it out of schools and all that because like it's up to us but we have to spread the right information but who the fuck am I I dropped out of school but just as an adult and a parent like um, which I will eventually be Mm -hmm. um, an adult and you'll eventually be an adult and a parent yeah but I'm saying I'll be eventually be a parent right but are any any generation or older when you pass down to the next, you're supposed to pass the knowledge down. Mm. You're not, especially like, especially um, in different cultures and stuff. You like, you're supposed to let them know where they came from, what happened here, there, and so on. Um, especially with me, since I'm going to have biracial children. Um, She's biracial. <laughs> I'm definitely let them know about that song, but right. uh, <laughs> moment of history right there. Um, it is very important to me that I definitely let them uh, know all of the information they possibly would need to know between me and their mother, right? And right. then I want to 
be able to be accessible for if they have those hard questions that parents like to be asked. Yeah. That I can answer them. Um, and that they do know all the, like, this is not just that. Like, when they go to hit, what did you learn in class today? Yeah. And they're like, oh, uh, uh, what's his name? Christopher Columbus sailed the ocean not, blue. Not that shit. Oh. But, uh, <laughs> oh, Abraham, <laughs> I'm just trying to give you a no, topic. Abraham Lincoln. Like, like, Abraham Lincoln freed the slaves. Right. That's where the book will just end it at. Yeah. Like, he freed the slaves. Own slaves, fucked them. But I'm okay. Okay. I had black, probably know, got black children. I'm going to tell them why he did that. Yeah. <laughs> Not, I'm, I'm going to give them extra excerpts. And if they're writing papers, I'm going to make sure that they write the correct information. <laughs> so let me, let me interject right quick mm-hmm. because you were, ta- we were talking about passing down the information, right? Yeah. And so one thing that just struck me about my my age group, right? I'll say the cutoff would be probably about 25, 26 mm-hmm. for them to receive more knowledge than our age people got. Like Zach knows way more at his age than I did about the way the world is working, right? Mm-hmm. Information's and, more available. Right. And plus his parents not passing down the information, but not, but see, this is the thing about the older black generation and they're not at fault for this because it was a survival, it's survival for them. Mm -hmm. It's still survival, but obviously it was way more back then. Like it dawned on me that black people didn't pass down like that financial literacy part of life. Possibly it's just a theory because they were handing down life lessons to keep the next generation safe. Cause they saw no end in sight. Mm-hmm. You're born into this beast and all you see is the beast. You don't know that there's going to potentially be a day where we're going to be able to use the same fucking water fountain. All you know is, Yo, you see a white man, you you look down or you do this. Don't whistle at a white woman. Don't uh, the man's gonna try to pimp you this way when you're working at a where you know like just life lessons. Like my dad, in particular, born in '56, never told me anything about money until later, extremely later, and it also hurt me in a in a very um what a spoiled way, I guess that I was, uh, I didn't have to think about it because my mom would throw me money every day. You know what I'm saying? I didn't have to think about saving money when I could just ask my mom for more money, which is something that I'm dealing with today. But as a, but as information, my mom didn't really teach me about like the birds and bees or no shit. Uh, you know, it was like go school, get good grades. So you get a good job. Like that was her thing. Like that was it, which is most black moms at, for my age, or that was born at that time, 50, 56, like 58 and prior. Um, but my dad has always been the one that passed like the, this is how, this the way the world works information. Not necessarily go get your banking, go get a bank account, check it, save it. Da, da, da. I, I call you about all that shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Not saying I can't ask my dad about it now. Yeah. But, you know, just don't, we don't have those type of conversations. So, like, 
I'm able to talk to my dad more about some bullshit I didn't like at work. We could talk about that all day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He gonna have stories. Yeah, and yeah. and we can share. This how you handle that. This yeah, how yeah. you do that. I've been through that, but it's never like, yo, pop. I want to go get a a forty five thousand dollar house or some shit. I don't know. You know, it ain't gonna be that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, it's just not. That's not where our conversations a lot, and, and and that comes from not 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 feeling like it's not safe to have those conversations, but that's just where our shit set. Like life, women. Like dealing with women, dealing with men, dealing with work, dealing with <clears throat> the the white man at the store, like whatever, like just dealing with shit. Like first time I ever been pulled over in my life. Well, I was in the car because I never drove. But first time <laughs> I was, I, you know, I experienced police officer. I was with my dad. We were going to the dump. And we were driving. He had a two door red and black Chevrolet. Old school joint. Very nice. I remember that truck. Had the little cloth interior, one one oh, seat wow. thing. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. No Comfortable. AC. Comfortable though. Oh yeah. But you can hear every sound that truck makes. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I uh I don't think the AC work, or maybe he doesn't have it on, but the windows are down. I know we had a towel. It was like a, a towel in between me and him. <laughs> That's how I know this. Right? Hell yeah. So the cop pulled my dad over. Instant fear, shock. What do we do? Came over my body, and I was a child, and I felt those things. Just hearing boogeyman stories about the police. Yeah. So my dad, and then you know my dad. He not biting his tongue for nobody. Nobody. <laughs> he gonna tell you how he feel. I saw how my dad was talking to that cop. I remember it because it was the same way he talked to anybody today. Yeah, and I always look at my dad like that. You don't have to talk to the telemarketer people like that. Like, just hang up the phone. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to be rude, but he don't give a fuck. And I yeah. applaud that. He has no fear. He lives life, man. Yeah. So he was talking to the cop, a white cop, like, like, nigga, I pay your shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't you, you, you here to serve me. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think he got a ticket or anything, and we drove off. And I remember I picked that towel up, and I was like, <laughs> my dad was like, what you wiping yourself off for? They pulled me off. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I was scared for you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just here, man. Yeah, was- like, like, but but I said, yeah. I didn't say, like, those situations. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I think, it like what you were saying, it is extremely important to teach our children not only how to, like, just l- – live and maintain but how to also flourish in life yeah and i feel like um also very important for people in our age group as well um we are we are better at passing off information however one thing we did we did um have happen with all this access to information uh one is misinformation facts and then um which is a big one people if people read it once they think it's fact and they post it without fact checking it first that's another that's one two i have also found that with the access to information some people are reluctant to share certain things as well because they feel like the exclusivity of it or what have you um like for instance they a food spot you know look at these wings i bought someone asked where's where'd you get those wings at 
Fuck you. Yeah, I'm not telling you. Okay. Find them on your own. I have to find that, them on my own. That's a that's a very basic version of it. But yeah. they do that with other stuff. So if you know mm-hmm. something that could be beneficial to other people, share it. Like I see, I I read post stuff like that all the time. This this chick unprovoked. Nothing happened that day. She just posted all these phone numbers for like it was like mental disorder. It was like all these different numbers for like different types of mental health. Yeah. And she was like, there's a number for all these. Here they are. I was like, well, that's helpful. Yeah. Retweet. Thanks. Thanks. I, it, nothing happened that day, but I was like, shit, someone could bookmark this and like, keep yeah. it. Like, mm, cause mm. you never know when you might need <laughs> that information. Yeah. But I didn't know that existed. But I'm saying is there is, if you know something that's unique or rare, or like maybe something no one's ever thought of it, just share it. You don't have to be like, no, I'm the I'm the keeper of this knowledge. So yeah. if you want it, you got to come to me. Uh, <laughs> man, bring up one of my goats, man, Chappelle. If I could talk about him every day, I would, because I feel like he, he, obviously he's just a master at this talking. No, yeah, for sure. He <laughs> he has his mom was a teacher, so it makes yeah, sense. He has the gift of gab, man, for sure. So he won the Mark Twain Award. Yeah, uh, maybe a year or two ago. So, you know, everybody get up there and they sing his praises as he deserves. Chance the rapper's in the crowd crying. <laughs> Chance is such a man. Get, what a character. I never wanted anybody to get back on drugs more than. <laughs> that's a wild statement. Acid is safe, though. I'm just saying that's a funny statement. I never wanted someone to get back on I need, drugs. I need that back, bro. But anyways, um, beautiful family, though, Chance. Beautiful. Um so his mom had told him that he was there's a there's a word for it in like the African culture, but all the history and knowledge of that tribe would be given to one person to carry on to the next yeah the storyteller a scribe or something yeah. like that, and um, I think it started with a G. I can't remember the exact word. Um, I want to find it. I'll tweet it with the podcast though. But, um, so she told, she told him, that's what you are. You're able to hold everything in and tell it back perfectly and all that. And, um, I was like, damn, for your mom to see that in you is such a young guy. Because look, imagine, look, let me just while we're on the subject of Dave Chappelle, look how goofy he used to look. (laughs) Yeah. 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 In the nineties. I never thought the wizdom and knowledge and just, pizzazz that he holds would ex- exude this way yeah it's when he started i i just didn't i didn't i but that was when everybody we didn't we didn't know the other side of the people all we knew was robin williams does silly faces and dave Chappelle had the dreads and nutty professor and you know so we didn't know how intelligent these people actually were not even just thought-provoking but emotionally intelligent yeah. these people were so, yeah, she called him that, and he broke down what that meant. I was just like, damn, like I said, for your mother to see that in you at such a young age and all this knowledge that you do hold and able to tell these stories and everything, that's a dope thing to have in the industry. Like, the information that he could pass, you know what I'm saying, that what he knows, because he does seems like he just knows a bunch of random shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Which I'm sure is more people like Hove is another person that seems like he just has an abundance of knowledge that he could just 
at a dime. Pull out, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, which Hove is definitely my hair inspiration. I'm definitely trying to get those free free dreads, free lock, free form going. Uh, she actually um, did lock them the last time that I went. But the way that she had to lock them, I look nuts. I look like a newborn baby bird. And the you remember when um, at the beginning of Lion King, when what was what was Simba's mom's name? Nef- oh, I forgot. Damn. Either way, she licked his head and his hair like did yeah. the, that's what my shit looks like. <laughs> that's why I'm wearing it. I'll try to yeah, lay it down. Yeah, that's why you're really wearing it. Okay. Yeah, I'll try to lay it down because yeah. like only like four pieces are sticking up like this and everything else is like this. Can't can't go out <laughs> like that. I do it at work because I don't give a fuck. But well, yeah. in public, uh yeah, no. But anyways, uh yeah, it's, it's very important that we we need to share the history and all that shit, man. But um I'm trying to think if there are any last remarks. That I have, uh, I guess we could talk about Mavericks culture, a little bit of basketball. <laughs> Mavericks culture, because I'm, 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 I, look, I keep up with it because I know it's the play. I, you know, uh, to see to know who who wins the finals every year is like a good, uh, time thing to have. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, that was the year Steph beat LeBron for the first time or whatever, and then with that, you can usually remember everything else that happened that year because like everybody's focused on basketball so everything's going to like kind of evolve around basketball but um uh a kawhi-less clippers made it out of game seven right they no, no they it wasn't it was game six. Oh, game six so they okay my bad they uh, won though they won a series they won they won, won the series first time in clippers organization history that they made it to the finals, Western, Western Conference, Conference Finals. finals. Uh, they said Gilbert. What's what's home? Gilbert. What's his name? No. What's what's the dude name that's paid a lot and everybody hates him? Defensive Player of the Year, Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert. I should have said Gilbert Arenas. Yeah, no. Everybody loves Gilbert. Um, um, yeah. So they're saying he's overpaid and he's a bum and he needs to go back to uh, West Manchester and. Uh, they saying that uh, <laughs> they say the Lakers gonna say Kyle Kuzma to go play for Japan or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's definitely not gonna be there next year. Um, yeah. So the Kawhi, everybody was like, "Oh, Kawhi's done." Yeah, they done right. And they were down two zero at a point too. That was still with Kawhi, um, but they battled back just like the Adidas Mavericks. And then they, uh, I don't think Kawhi really hurt himself. I think. Somehow, they were like, we can get past these niggas. Kawhi, get your rest. Come back like game two, three mm. of the finals, Western Conference finals. So we can- it's a bold gamble. It's very bold. But uh, if that's the case. But either way. But th- but see. But see. They won. They won. And I think that's a testament to Tyloo as a coach. He's great. Yeah. 12-1 and one in M elimination games, man. He's that's great. Crazy. Um. Uh. Take it to the to the east. Uh, we the streets. we didn't get to marvel at the fact that KD played every minute of that game. Yeah, and scored forty nine forty nine points, like sixteen rebounds, ten assists. Yeah, yeah, crazy. Uh, and that was like fresh off the Kyrie injury. Yeah, James Harden came back playing like shit. Yeah, so. but he still was able to guard. I mean, but. 
Giannis Antetokounmpo can't do a fadeaway <laughs> on anybody. Nigga, I could have been guarding him. That wasn't going in. Now he balled out last game. Yeah, I'm sure he did. He's going to game seven now. He's going to game seven, which is tonight, tonight right? Tonight, yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, Atlanta and Philadelphia's going to game seven. Atlanta lost. They blew a 26-point lead, though. The, the 76ers the did, yeah. yeah. Um, and they were calling them the Philadelphia 26ers. Mm, but, mm, mm. Uh, uh, let, let's end on this Mavericks culture thing since we uh, are from Dallas. Uh, yeah. So, apparently... The coach left. What's, what's his name? Rick Carlisle. Rick Carlisle. 13-year coach. He's definitely Irish. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I could guess everybody's like thing White from their last name. Yeah, he's Irish. <laughs> he had a, he's, yeah, he looked like he's, he cuts people. Um, okay. But he quit. He, he, he quit on his own accord. Yeah, he said this was completely my decision. I'm uh, out of here. Deuce. Which, you know, I guess. Because okay, so this all started just like Wednesday, right? So mm-hmm. Wednesday we had basketball mayhem. They had yeah, there was a bunch of shit happen. Um, Chris Paul is in the COVID protocol. Steve Van Gundy fired. Scott Brooks is fired. This is a bunch of shit. And then on top of all that, there comes a report from actually a Dallas um, site, Central Track, mm-hmm. was the one that broke the scoop. So apparently, there was a story that broke that. Apparently, Luca is is having some friction with some people in the front office of mm-hmm. the Mavericks organization. So they did a little digging, and they found out it was um, I don't know his first name, but his last name is Vulgaris. He is like a and he's like an analytic guy, right? Mm-hmm. But they people have been calling him the shadow GM. So basically, he's a lot of his decisions have just superseded the coach and the GM, but the public doesn't know about it. Mm. Potentially, like I guess. Mark Cuban's grooming him for the future or whatever. But the the uh, Luca doesn't like this motherfucker, basically, is what it boils down to. And then they put out a video where at a game, the dude told Luca to calm down, and Luca pointed at him on camera and said, Don't tell me to fucking calm down. Bitch. Um so that story came out, and then literally the next day they were like, uh, Donnie Nelson after 24 years with the organization is being let go. They said, you know how they do the mutually agreed to part ways, but they said that Mark Cuban fired him. Um, and I thought that was a very odd thing to happen after that report came out. Um, Cause if the man that Luca has a problem with is somebody else, why did Donnie Nelson get fired? Yeah. Um, I do think they need new blood, but this was an odd timing for it all. So he got fired, what have you. And then like and then Luca says, Oh man, this dude drafted me. I've known him since I was a kid. Uh that one hurt. And I was like, ooh, getting rough. And then the very next day, Rick Carlisle quits and says, I'm not gonna be a coach no more. It's my decision. Can't wait to see what else is happening out there in the basketball world. Just not Yeah, here. maybe they need to get rid of the guy that Luca hates because he's probably the at the root. I mean, gener- so historically, when there's an issue in a team Football, basketball, doesn't matter the sport. Generally, that can lead to friction and those people leaving. You're seeing what's happening with Green Bay right now with Aaron Rodgers. He's trying to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, all all that's all that shit, right? I mean, Jordan hated Jerry Krause for the the Bulls, the owner, right? No, nah, he was the GM. Oh yeah, the um, GM. yeah, yeah, yeah. But um. 
anyway, um, so then there was announced that Dirk was gonna is gonna become a special advisor for the Mavericks. Um, they're gonna use him in their to help search for the GM and the coach, but also basically be like their Mediator. middle man for the players. To me, that sounds like oh shit. We'll bring him here to calm Luca down, you know, talk to the players. So they said they're going to try to hire the GM first and then the coach, but they, I'm almost 100% certain they're going to reach out to Jason Kidd as a coach. Um, I don't know if they'll get the job, but I know they'll at least reach out to Jason Kidd. He used to play for us, won a ring here. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then. I thought Jason Kidd put something out and said he's not leaving the Lakers. Yeah, because the the Mavericks job wasn't on the table yet. Oh. <laughs> he because they were they were saying he's gonna go to Portland. He was like, nah. Yeah. So um, let me. So Ridge texted me yesterday and said my bold prediction is that Michael Finley is the new GM because he's he was an executive uh, vice president of basketball operations, and then Jamal Mosley will be the new coach. Let's see. Those are two people already in the organization. Right. So, um. It's all interesting. Uh, I don't think Luca will leave because he can. He's want. He wants that supermax bag. I will say this though, while we're on the fact of Juneteenth and uh, <laughs> okay. black black coaches versus white coaches. Now, <clears throat> remember when Toronto Raptors won the championship? Yes, their coach had won Coach of the Year. Yeah, Nick that Nurse. Year. Yeah, Nick Nurse. Yeah. Wait, that's the black guy? No, their coach is white. The guy that was there when they won the championship, though. Oh, their assistant coach or something. No, that was the GM you're talking about. The GM won coach of the year? No, Nick Nurse won coach of the year. He's white. Bro, the <laughs> black. there was a black dude for the organization that won something, and they he got fired right after he won. Nick Nurse is the coach now, but I'm talking about the coach before. Nick Nurse won the championship, though. Okay, well, who was the? It was the coach before Nick Nurse. That's what I'm saying. I think that was Dwayne Casey. He won Coach of the Year. They fired him that year. In the NFL, a lot of black coaches, if they go to the playoffs and they lose or some shit, NBA, they are getting fired. Fired. Yeah, they call it. Yeah, they get fired. Now, Mavericks coach, he got to quit. After how many years of getting bounced out of the playoffs? Who? The Mavs coach. Oh, yeah. He's only uh, passed, gone past the um, first round twice. That was the year they won the championship and the year. The now, Doc year Rivers before. got the – but, see, I understand Doc Rivers. He has more of a history. He's been having a losing history in the playoffs. Yada, yada, cheese, enchilada. But still, they kicked his ass up out of there, too. There was friction with the players and him. Obviously, Paul George didn't like the way he was being coached by Doc and all that shit. I just find it super interesting that majority of the time, white coaches are able to get up and walk out and be like, yeah, well, I, I lost a lot. I stunk it up in here. but And they still get a job. And I, I didn't get fired. But you black, you lose, make the playoffs, lose. Yeah, our culture doesn't. We don't agree. All the word buzzwords they use, <laughs> I just find that extremely wild. 
Then I believe last that's, week it's also very apparent in football. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah that's what I said very, in the yeah. NFL that like they do that in the NFL like it's nobody's well, business. Like it's fucking cake, yeah. But I also find it interesting last week I think there was a <clears throat> uh an article from uh an unknown GM well the GM was not named. Yeah. But he said it's really basically I'm paraphrasing it, it's really crazy these niggas got so much power now in the NBA. That that fucked the NBA up, giving all these niggas power. Y'all the players, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm saying you're... players. I mean niggas because he was no, talking about it's yeah, only yeah. only black people are speaking. Yeah, up. I know. You're, I'm saying he was. Yeah, he said they gave all the players all the power. Yeah, like, we can't do anything now. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, That's and, how it's supposed to work. You ass. Yeah, like, like they're the players. They're playing the game. What the fuck? That shit. That shit is. Uh... So you telling me if you think you deserve something when I'm the one making y'all millions of dollars, I'm the yeah, face. Yeah. Uh, it's so weird to say this because Greg Abbott and the shit that he put into action for uh, the abortion thing or whatever, nuts. He has been relentless. But I did see something that he's going to get all the Texas players paid, like college players or some shit. Oh, I don't know. It was some, I saw something like that. Y'all, you listening, fact check me, but I definitely saw that. I'm not saying one sin... Or one good thing, because the shit that he did towards the women is fucking vow. I do not approve of it. Um, it's, it's her body, her choice. Um, and that's just where I stand on that. I, I mean, yeah, that's where I stand on that. Um, but uh, it's so weird that they they try to use the their, their Bible thumpers, but the only thing God really told us to do was whatever the fuck we wanted to. That's law. But then y'all use the Bible in y'all's own way to manipulate everything. So y'all say the shit they talk about is not. Yeah. But we, yeah. we could, we'll start another whole other podcast about that. Shit. Yeah. All I want to say is Maz, get y'all shit together. I believe in Luca. I think they need like another, another pure score or not as pure as Luca, but somebody who can at least get them something, you know? That's, yeah. But that's why they got to get this front office situation figured out or else get it, they're never going to get nobody. Yeah. Get it figured out. Bridge want to come to a game. We haven't seen Luca play yet, right? I have. Huh? Yeah, I've seen Luca play. What do you what? mean? <laughs> you weren't there. Why? why, why that's what I'm. Because <laughs> I took Shelby. What the fuck? I thought you you get like four tickets though. No, no, no. Just two. Oh, it's two now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They don't. They don't. Um, do Mavericks tickets anymore. Ah oh, damn! I was looking forward to that. Uh, yeah, yeah, they don't do them anymore. Um, they increased the price, and that's when they were sucking. So they didn't, they didn't renew. They're probably going to renew next year, though. Now that they know they're back in business, but uh, yeah, let me know. Uh, yeah, uh, we got we got Cowboys tickets though. That's for sure. But uh, I don't uh, want to go there though. I think I've, the only Cowboys game I went to, I might have went to more than one. I know we went with your dad for one for sure. There's only one game I'm going to this year. And Carolina. Oh, Carolina? They play Carolina in Dallas. Uh, We went to the game where Dez had hurt his back. Yeah. We went to that. We were at that game. I was like, oh, shit. That was, he was up there, too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Anyways, look, man. uh, We ain't got no more, right? You good? I got no more juice, yeah. All and right. we got we got a game night to go to. You got a game night to go Happy to. Happy birthday, Katie and Steph. It's yeah. their double birthday it's party. Double birthday party. So we're getting chocolate wasted. I want to play a song to to mellow us out here. 
if you don't mind. To exit us out. Yeah. Uh, whenever you're ready. It's called. It's by Shy Baby, I guess. S H A B A B I I. It's called Barnacles. Oh yeah, I really yeah, like this beat. from Detroit. Oh, he's from Detroit. Yeah, cool. I really like this beat. So um, this is an interesting choice to leave Alpha on. This is it's a this a very mellow beat. Oh, the album was called Barnacles, but the song is called Purple Umbrella. He's Detroit. Very mellow, like oh, oh, floating through space. You know how hard it is to record whistles. Yeah. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.